I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. The 11 to 1 Show. No more, dear John. Yeah, it's dying out. So is yours sincerely. How are you changing up our email greetings right after Cindy Lauper and 11 to 1? I love when she whispers at the end. Cindy Lauper, time after time on LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you. Hope you're keeping well this morning. I'm doing good, yeah. Middle of the week. Feeling good. Had a great evening last night in Donna Beach for the Bleeding Pig Film Festival. Oh, listen, it's film festival season and I'd be cropping up at all of them. Absolutely loving it. If you are at a loose end this evening and you'd like to do something film related that's not in the big screen. Well, it's on a big screen, but it's in a church. Why not check out Donna Beach Film Festival the Bleeding Pig Film Festival because um, they have a fantastic documentary screen, screening tonight it's North Circular Road so that's on tonight so you can find out the details there on the website the Bleeding, Fil- Bleeding Pig Film Festival even that's where you'll find all the details but it was great chatting to women in film and you know such talent great great talent uh, last night and it was fantastic to have a great conversation I was told to be quiet I had to <laughs> I had someone say Sinead we have to wrap up we're talking too long that's how good a night it was so that was great so yeah if you're at the loose end that is happening tonight also film festivals continue on the show because uh, Meath have a film festival this weekend and we're going to be finding out more about what's in store there including a 24 hour challenge for filmmakers this is going to be really really interesting so they have to pretty much write a script make a film and edit the whole thing like the whole film needs to be done in 24 hours that's going to be very interesting so we're going to be chatting about that a little bit later on but it seems that the way we greet people in emails and the way we sign off our greetings in an email uh, there's changing massively so phrases like yours sincerely that is going to be dying out in the next 10 years as language becomes less formal due to sort of instant messaging all of that now I would never really sign off yours sincerely on like a regular email but if it was like a fairly formal thing 
Like, you know, if you're applying for a job and you kind of go, is it yours sincerely or yours faithfully when you don't know the person? I don't know. I can never remember. But it's one of those anyway. You know, if you're like, you don't want to be kind of going, thanks very much. Good luck. You know, <laughs> at the end of that email. No, you want to be a bit more formal, I'm going to say. But apparently yours sincerely is going to be dying out. Also, dear, dear. So dear John, dear Mary, dear Mrs. Maguire, whatever it is. That's going to be dying out as well. And again, when it comes to sort of the formal emails, I'm going to say, so the likes of your job interview email or I don't know, like, I don't know what other sort of formal, you know, the other kind of formal emails that you'd be doing. I'm going to say you're probably going to put dear, are you? I don't know. But my regular emails, I'm always like, hi, you know, if I don't know the person, hi, this is Sinead Brazel here, whatever, blah, 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 would you like to come on the show? This is the kind of thing. Thanks very much. Kind regards is my sign off. I like a kind regards. That's going as well, apparently. This is all according to a survey of 2000 people by Barclays Life Skills. So they are saying uh, we do have kind regards in there and many thanks, but, you know, that's kind of going to go as well. Apparently, cheers, cheers at the end of an email, only if it's a work colleague. So if it's a work colleague here that's doing something for me or something, I'm going to go cheers at the end of it sort of thing, you know, that's grand. But regards is viewed as formal and boring. By 46% and 11% of respondents respectively. So they're saying best wishes. That's kind of friendly and warm. Uh, Also starting an email with dear. Also falling out of favour. 35% describe it as old fashioned. Oh, old fashioned. The dear is going. That is going. Uh, Also phrases like to whom it may concern. To whom it might concern. This is the late, late show. Uh, That's going. With compliments as well and, as I say, the use of dear. So, just wondering, how are we signing off our emails these days? Are you sort of one of these people that's like, all the best, thanks, at the end? Are you someone that's kind regards like me? Are you someone that's cheers? Are you someone that's ta, love? <laughs> the end of the email. <laughs> Let me know. I'd love, I'm curious about this because I, you know, I think there's still room for a bit of yours sincerely or yours faithfully. When, it, you know, I think it's kind of respectful to whoever you might be talking to. Not like if it's someone you know, but someone you don't know, maybe. And you're reaching out for the first time. So there you go. These phrases are dying out. And now I can understand maybe the deer part. The deer kind of is a bit old fashioned, isn't it? But the rest of it, I don't know. Anyway, let me know. 86 658 Dermot Kennedy, something to someone. Want to dedicate that one to Amy Lynham. She's from Aher in Summerhill. Turning 30 today. She's working in the Knightsbrook Hotel in Trim. That's coming in from her dad in Enfield. She's working today on her birthday. And a big birthday it is as well. Fair play to her. Hopefully she is going to have some celebrations later on. But a big happy birthday to you, Amy. Good few messages trickling in with lots of suggestions on how to sign off emails. We're getting confused now as well. How do we sign off an email today? Because apparently yours sincerely and the kind of kind regards, that's all dying out. Let me know 086 1800 658. We'll get to some of those. Plus, I have a very exciting competition for you and music from Lewis Capaldi on the way. The 11 to 1 show. How does a nice little break away at the end of the month to Bundoran sound? Well, you're going to be staying in a four-star hotel and you're going to have lots of crack at the World Matchmaking Festival. All the details of the competition coming up after Lewis Capaldi. Do the best. Lewis Capaldi, wish you the best on LMFM's 11 to 1. Now, this is a fantastic competition. 
All this week, I want to give you the chance to win a lovely breakaway. We have a weekend for two at the World Matchmaking Festival in Bundor, and it's running from September 29th until October 8th. So we have two nights, bed and breakfast, in the four-star Allingham Arms Hotel on the opening weekend, so the 29th and 30th of September. We're giving you also free admission to any of the shows taking place that weekend. So you could be going along to see the Tumbling Paddies or maybe Johnny Brady, Kieran Rosney and David James or the brilliant ABBA-esque, uh, the ABBA tribute show. So any of those. All you have to do is, right, every day on the show, I'm going to describe a famous celebrity couple and you need to tell me who I am describing because it's matchmaking. You know what I mean? We're going to talk about perfect matches Perfect celebrity matches. So here's today's description of the couple, okay? You need to tell me the names, okay? So the couple are both famous singers. He's a rapper. She's a pop star. She's currently on a big Renaissance tour, by the way. They have three children, Blue Ivy and twins, Rumi and Sir. They've also collaborated musically as well. He featured in her song Crazy in Love and also Drunk in Love. And she featured in his Bonnie and Clyde track as well, to name just a few. Apparently they've had like a dozen music collaborations so who is my famous married celebrity couple today very easy I think he's a rapper she's a pop star she's currently on a big renaissance tour they've three children Blue Ivy Twins Rumi and Sir they've collaborated musically as well he's featured in Crazy in Love and Drunken Love her music and she featured in his Bonnie and Clyde track to name just a few who am I talking about and we're going to pick a finalist for that fantastic prize and the World Matchmaking Festival in Bundor and running from September 29th to October 8th. 086 658 for your answers. Hi, I'm Lyra and this is my select Irish track, You, supporting Irish talent on LMFM. Ah, with you and LMFM's 11 to 1, you can't beat kind regards, says a message here. We're talking about how do we sign off an email nowadays when, you know, yours sincerely is being faded out. Kind regards, yeah. What about signing off yours? Or is that wrong, Sinead? Says Gina. Just yours, so yours, Sinead. Oh, I don't know. Would that give them like uh, ideas that you might be thinking romantically about them? Yours, Sinead. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> a bit weird about yours on its own. Uh, loads of them here from Joanne. Kind regards. Talk soon. See you soon. Take care. Just some suggestions for the ending of letter emails. Yeah, nice. I think see you soon if you're going to, if you are actually going to see. Take care. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, kind regards is my is my go to. Good luck. Good luck. That's a real Irish one, isn't it? As well. Keep those coming in. Oh eight six one eight hundred six five eight. Now, what about if you're in a scenario where you didn't know how to write the sign off for an email or the start for that matter? Apparently, five hundred thousand people. Five hundred thousand people have unmet literacy, numeracy and digital literacy needs in this country. So that means that they might be unable to fill in a form, vote, read instructions on different things, add up a bill, help kids with homework. We're going to be having a conversation now about how literacy affects everybody, everywhere. We want people to understand that literacy is a human right and we're going to be finding out more about the services that the Laidmead Education Training Board are offering with their adult literacy services in Dundalk. We're going to be joined by Kinga Byrne. She's adult literacy organiser based in Dundalk. We're going to chat to her next. The 11 to 1 show with Gilmore's Mercedes. 
There are more than 500,000 people in Ireland with unmet literacy, numeracy and digital literacy needs. So this means that they might be unable to fill in a form, vote, read instructions on medicines, add up a bill or help kids with homework. Now the Adult Literacy for Life is aiming to change that. So it's a 10-year whole of society government strategy and it's dedicated to ensuring that everyone in Ireland has the literacy to meet their needs. And during the month of September, Solis, the state agency overseeing the building of education and courses via national education boards are raising awareness of their services and the Loudmead Education Training Board in our local area is offering a range of adult learning services for people. Joining me now to tell us more is Kinga Byrne. She's adult literacy organiser in Dundalk. How are you getting on Kinga? Hi, how are you Sinead? Thank Uh, you so much for having me. Great to have you on the show. Now when I see a figure like 500,000 people in Ireland unmet literacy, numeracy and digital literacy needs. Like this finger figure, it's so high and quite concerning, isn't it? No, absolutely, Sinead. Um, I have to say, obviously, we've been dealing with this figures for quite a while. And just to explain to people what it actually means, it means that one in five of all the adults struggle with reading and understanding. Then you have one in two, it's actually much higher in um, digital literacy, so basic digital skills. And one in four adults have difficulty using math and um, kind of in everyday um, life. So, uh, yes, no, so the figures are quite staggering. But Mm. on a kind of positive positive note, um, when you're looking at them, they were actually taken quite a while ago, over 10 years ago, this survey was taken. So it has been a lot of improvement since then. Um, and I believe we are in a much better place. And education and training boards in particular, and the service that I coordinate, Adult Learning Service, um, have been working really hard over the years, obviously, to help those people um, in need. That's, that's not to say that, obviously, the need is very much, you know, very much still there. And what's great about the, the strategy that you mentioned, the Adult Literacy Strategy for Life, is that it is um, its um, its aim is supposed to decrease significantly those numbers. Um, so, from eighteen percent um, who struggle at the moment uh, with literacy, it's supposed to be lower to seven over the ten-year period, and from twenty-five people, twenty-five percent of people who struggle with um, numeracy, mm-hmm. that's supposed to be lower um, to twelve percent. Okay, so this is what so, we're actively working towards all of the time. Absolutely. So yes, the education training boards are kind of on the ground working on that and in particular the adult learning services um, that deal with you know literacy, numeracy, digital skills um, but also the English force because of other languages. Yes, and I, I want to touch on that now in, in, in a minute. But in terms of the, the rate of people now, you know, that are coping with these uh, issues around literacy and numeracy and digital literacy, is it down to people leaving school early? Is that predominantly the reason? Yes, no, Sinead, it's actually the reasons are various. We have to, I have to say we have uh, learners here walking in um, every day and their stories are so uh, different. Mm. There are some that left school early. There are some that just have learning difficulties, maybe undiagnosed dyslexia, you know, that would really affect them at school. Um, years ago, 
Uh, some people just simply had negative experience at school and um, and they just want to come back and kind of, um, you know, have another go at education and improve the skills that maybe they just didn't get at school. And yeah. um, for us, when, as I said, when the learners come for the door, the most important for us is to figure out how can we help. So um, in, we just... Uh, we have a variety of classes for, ver- for learners at all levels. And that's kind of from literacy to numeracy to digital skills, as I mentioned. So uh, we try to focus as much as we can on solution and how to help. And uh, not so much on the reasons, as I mm. said, the reasons are seem to be various. Yeah, and as you mentioned there as well, another uh, aspect that we need to consider as well is for people whose language, whose first language might not be English, they of course will have various struggles as well and challenges to overcome. And again, this is where you step in and help and support. Yes, no, absolutely. So we just have seen, as you can imagine, a huge increase in numbers, especially over the last year and a half. And um Supporting learners, uh, supporting people um, who um, need English is definitely something what we do. And the numbers of those learners particularly doubled, over than doubled actually in the last year and a half for us. Um, Partly due to obviously the war in Mm -hmm. Ukraine and the increased number of um, uh, people coming from that direction, but also a huge increase generally of international applicants entering Ireland. Um, so just to show you the scale, um, mm. um, as you mentioned, ideal with Dundalk. Um, in Dundalk, um, we have an average of 400 learners um, every term that okay. we help with um, with English. So, um, and as I said, that has um, that has doubled in the last year and a half. Um, Again, as an adult learning service, in both Live and Meave, we are just delighted that we're able to answer that huge need, you know, that we're flexible enough mm-hmm. at the time to um, to step in and help people. Because what we provide is English classes from complete beginner to pre-intermediate. Um, but because we are a service in a big organisation that is Live and Meave Education Training Board, we then can progress people to higher level also and other education opportunities that are there and are here for free. Oh, fantastic. So tell us a little bit more then about the the, the classes that you offer, because you've mentioned there the the English language classes for people whose language, uh, first language might not be English. But what about the the general literacy and and numeracy classes that you offer? And is it, are they part-time, full-time? Yes, so our provision is, um, first uh, First thing that people need to remember is all the courses are free mm-hmm. and um, it's just, we, we try to raise awareness of it as much as possible. Um, it's part-time, so it's uh, people can uh, work at the same time. Uh, you don't have to be unemployed. There is no eligibility criteria. So again, there is, um, I think, sometimes a spot that maybe you need to be on some sort of a payment yes. to avail of the free services. Absolutely not. Um, you can work at the same time. We also have evening classes for people that work for t- full time. Um, in terms of type of classes that we provide, as I mentioned, is um, basic literacy, basic numeracy classes, digital skills classes, which basically means um, 
it's basic computers. Um, so important as well, Kinga, isn't it? Because I mean, I, my, I, I struggle myself to kind of get up to date with all the stuff that, that comes out in terms of technology. There seems to be changes and new things released all the time. So that's something that's really important now because so many things are moving online. Absolutely. Look, that has been such a growing provision, as mm. you can imagine, especially during COVID. Yes. And um, that this this part of provision really grew because suddenly people realised that so many things are done online. And now during COVID could have been only done online and that's including classes. So that definitely is something that uh, that has increased. And again, we have classes um, from um, complete complete basics. So mm-hmm. there's absolutely no fear that, you know, maybe you come in and you might be embarrassed because there are certain skills you don't have. There's absolutely no problem. And um, you come into us for a chat. We definitely establish straight away what is your starting point and then can match you with a class, um, you know, at adequate level. So uh, there is no problem. Also, what I wanted to mention is yep. we have um, group, um, we have group classes, obviously in groups, but we also have one-to-one provision. Oh, great! And that just means that again, if you're um, if you are not very confident, maybe you're not ready for a group yet. Maybe you have very specific needs. We would have that from time to time. People just need a little bit of help to, uh, for example, know how to work their phone better, certain functions on their phone. Um, we can match you up with one-to-one tutor and provide, provide one-to-one tuition. And that's also sometimes important for people that um, maybe uh, struggle with a little bit with a stigma around literacy. They just prefer to start with one on their own. Yeah. Yes, address those needs. And there's absolutely no problem with this either. So, um, yes, so it's one-to-one provision and a small group provision. That's fantastic. And as you mentioned there, the stigma, this is why we're having this conversation now on the radio as well, because this really needs to be broken down at this stage. You know, there there shouldn't be anybody here in this country struggling in this way. And, you know, you've had great feedback from people that have, you know, been very tentative about coming through the door, maybe a little bit embarrassed about their situation. And they are gone, gone on now to lead really like amazing satisfied lives yes no absolutely we we are delighted i have to say to receive feedback from learners and see learners um moving on and we can see it just so many times here during the term and um, in terms of how it translates to what we do um 90 percent when we do our feedback every term and um, we find out that 90% of learners coming through the door are actually coming through recommendation oh, from brilliant. a friend of a family learner, which is so important for us because it just reassures us that what we do is of value and of uh, that people benefit from it. In terms of um, specific feedback that people give us when they finish the class, um, maybe when they are moving on, most of them talk about friendly tutors, friendly staff, the impact the courses um, had on their lives, skills obviously they improved. They also talk about learners and friends they meet because to need a lot of what we do here as well is um, literacy and rather lack of literacy or numeracy skills can lead sometimes to huge isolation. Oh, of course, coming, yeah. Absolutely. Coming here to us also means that it's very social. 
you're in the group with other people that are in the same situation. And um, in terms of stories that uh, that we have, uh, again, that we always endure to hear, we had learners here that came through literacy class to then move on to another service within LMECB, it's Back to Education Initiative, did their um, uh, SNA course. Amazing. Then came back to us to do um, work experience with us as an SNA and um, then they are hopefully now will be moving on to employment. That is so, amazing um, to get that sort of, le- that must give you such yeah. job satisfaction. Absolutely. And all of us here absolutely love these stories because it just means, and to other, I think it's so important to the learners as well, um, to see somebody coming from um, uh, low literacy, mm-hmm. moving on and then coming into a class and helping them, uh, helping other learners to do the same. Yeah, it really is. It's a full circle thing. It really, really is. I think what you're doing is fantastic, Kinga. There's so much there there to to help people. It really is. For people who want to get in touch, we do have a number here. I have it here. It's 1-800-99-1898. So 1-800-99-1898. And lmetb.ie is the best place as well for people to check there and and to to search up adult learning services. Kinga, for now, thank you so much for joining us today. Oh, thank you so much. Can I just say Sinead as well, so people know, because we have loads of walk-ins too. The main services um, in Dundalk um, are in Chapel Street, if you just want to walk and walk in and chat to us. There's no need to make any appointments um, the main, the same is in Drogheda, is in uh, King Street. So mm-hmm. they are all quite central, and in um, uh, in Navan is in Railway Street. So if somebody, uh, if you don't feel confident to give us a call, just walk in. Um, we also have great connections with the library services. So if you go to any of the local library and ask about other learning services or education training board, they will point you in the right direction. Fantastic, Kinga. Thank you so much for all of that information. And as I say, I have all the details here as well if you need them. LMETB.ie 1-800-99-1898. First hour flown already. News at 12 is approaching, but still to come. Another film festival this time in me. They're going to be finding out more. Plus, I've got music from Coldplay, Picture House and lots more to come. Going back to 1969 and on this day, a famous cartoon featuring a dog gets its debut. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 7 It was old man Wilson all along. Yeah, on this day 1969, Scooby-Dooby-Doo Where Are You? premiered by Hanna-Barber. It debuted on CBS in the US and today is Fortune Cookie Day. Now, Americans like to eat uh, at Chinese themed restaurants. They get these fortune cookies and uh, it's a long tradition going all the way back to the 19th century but uh, the Japanese sweet shops they started making these little crackers that were um, folded into shapes which were allowed a message to be tucked into the bend not into the hollow area so that's where the original fortune cookie comes from it's actually Japanese there you go LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drada, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie.
You're listening to the 11 to 1 show with Sinead Brazel on your station, LMFM. Coldplay, Sky Full of Stars on LMFM's 11 to 1. Sinead Brazel here with you and I have a great competition. How would you like a breakaway? I'm going to send you off the World Matchmaking Festival in Bundoran. It's running from September 29th to October 8th. And if you're single, by the way, I know this is a prize for two, but you could bring a friend or someone. Could be quite the cr- laugh and crack you could have. So we're giving you a weekend for two at the World Matchmaking Festival in Bundoran, running from 29th of September to October 8th. Two nights bed and breakfast in the four-star Allingham Arms Hotel on the opening weekend of the festival. So that's the 29th and the 30th. And we're giving you free admission to any of the shows that are taking place over the weekend. So you could be going along to the tumbling, tumbling paddies, Johnny Brady, Kieran Rosney and David James or the brilliant ABBA tribute show, ABBA-esque. And scenes as it's to do with matching up people and, you know, couples, that kind of stuff. So we were thinking, you uh, need to describe, or I, I'm going to describe the famous celebrity couple. You need to tell me, who is it that I am describing? Most people getting it on 86 658 So our clues, the couple, both famous singers, he's a rapper, she's a pop star, she's currently on a big Renaissance, Renaissance World Tour. They have three children, Blue Ivy and twins, Rumi and Sir. They have collaborated musically as well dozens of times. He's featured in her song Crazy in Love and also Drunk in Love. And she featured on his Bonnie and Clyde track. That's just to name a few. So who are they? Who is my celebrity couple today? And you could be going along to that. We're going to be picking a finalist every day. So who are they? 86 658 They're speaking of celebrities. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Max. Jared Leto is going to release his brand new album with 30 Seconds to Mars. Speaking in America, Jared said this is the most personal album they've ever put out. Love is war, some people say. Uh, love is complicated. Love is... A delicate, a delicate thing. Uh, you know, I did pour a lot of that. This is a very, very intimate, very vulnerable, very revealing album. I think more than any album we've ever made before. It's one of the best things that we've ever done on this album, and I'm excited for people to hear the music. I do wish I had another month to prepare, maybe three or six. Um, but it is out September 15th, and, you know, I, I talk about those things pretty openly uh, on the album. The director of Wonka, starring Timothy Chalamet, says that he wants to make a sequel. He says that there's an awful lot more Wonka story that we have that we would like to tell. I'd like to spend more time in this world and meet some more Oompa Loompas. Taylor Swift won Video of the Year at the MTV VMAs for Antihero. Here's her speech. I just want to say that the fact that this is a fan-voted award means so much to me based on the memories that we've made recently. I've just been on a tour that has been the most joyful and exhilarating experience and we're not even halfway done. We, I, it's really felt like it's really felt like the adventure of a lifetime this past year. I cannot believe that it was a year ago at the VMAs that I announced the Midnight's album. That's the buzz. I'm Max. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Yeah, she absolutely cleaned up with those words and so well-deserved Taylor Swift. Now getting back to the music, here's Mumford & Sons. 
Mumford and Sons at the Cave and LMFM's 11 to 1. It's another film festival happening in the local area, this time in County Meath. I'm going to be finding out more with Shewan O'Connor. She's a filmmaker, but she's also the founder of the festival. She's going to join us next. The 11 to 1 show. For you. After a highly successful first year in 2022, Meath Film Festival returns once again and this weekend Solstice Arts Centre will screen feature length and short films as well as hosting workshops in animation and editing and this year there's a very exciting competition that will really challenge filmmakers to create something in just 24 hours. I'm delighted to have founder of the festival, she's also a filmmaker herself, Shuan O'Connor is on the line, how are you getting on? Hi Sinead, I'm good, how are you? I'm great, I'm great, uh, very excited about this at the weekend, but before we talk all things Film Festival and Meath, I have to say congratulations first of all to you because the success of Irreverence, your short film, it's just doing so well, it was picked up by Paris International Film Festival, it screened to rapturous applause here in Drogheda at the Boyne Valley, yeah. Valley International Film Festival and it's heading for Louth International Film Festival, so you're on a bit of a, a whirlwind with that movie. I am, actually. This is nice. Um, it's been really lovely to get selected by those festivals. And, yeah, I mean, um, yeah, that's just really, really wonderful. And, um, yeah, so that's the, the best part when you can actually see an audience or feel yeah. an audience reacting. It's just lovely. Oh, it really is. And, you know, to have something like, you know, as you say, picked up in Paris, this is fantastic because, you know, it's it's opening doors, maybe. It's helping in terms of networking, all that sort of stuff. Absolutely. And um, it's kind of funny. I mean, how does he end up in Paris? You know, it's very funny to think about um, how small the world could be in some ways, you know. So, yeah, it's just I'm just uh, along for the ride, really. Oh, you definitely and enjoy it. Absolutely. So Mead Film Festival, this was an idea that you had whilst doing a residency at Solstice Arts Centre. It was something that sort of you always wanted to bring to Mead. Well, exactly. When I became associate artist at Solstice, um, part of that, I just felt I want, I could see it back, really, you know, there's mm. a big void, nothing film related, really, in the county, and it's a big county, and it's full of talent. And so I really just felt like, well, why not? Why don't I try? And um, I set up the film collective, me, the film collective, and met really brilliant people who, you know, just want to do similar things and um, the Mead Film Festival came about and they were coming into our second year and when I hear you introducing it I'm like wow oh, that sounds fantastic <laughs> you know it's kind of me how did that happen? <laughs> oh it's it's gone uh, so well you know considering as you say this is year two and you're so busy organising everything but you have a great weekend of events lined up so tell me what is happening over the weekend. Oh wow like we so much yeah so on Saturday well firstly we have a really really exciting um 24-hour film challenge this oh, year. Yeah. We didn't have this last year. It's our first time. Yeah, so we have we've 10 registered filmmakers who are going to be making a film within 24 hours and they are waiting. Uh, we're going to give them a prop and a line that they have to include in their film. Oh, very so they good. 20, yes, it's very exciting. So we then have 24 hours to make, edit, shoot, edit and upload their film. And their film will then be screened on the big screen in the auditorium at Solstice, which is a fabulous, fabulous theatre. 
Um, so that they'd be screened on Sunday um, afternoon, which is just phenomenal, and and, and uh, that's one of the most exciting. Oh, this is so exciting because you know all too well how like tight schedules can be shooting <laughs> yeah. for a film in Ireland, an independent film, and you're just like ramping up this challenge so much, which I love. They, like, yeah. but I think that these ten are going to really sink their teeth into this challenge. I think they're just really embracing it, aren't they? Exactly. And I mean, as well, I think it just it, it brings that element of fun, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's just going to be so much fun. So if you see any filmmakers um, knocking around this weekend, <laughs> give them a beep or a wave. Um, yeah. yeah, so they'll be all around me, hopefully. Absolutely. So that's one aspect of it. And what I love as well about this festival is you've really included young people in this and you have some 60 seconds. I mean, like I'm always astounded how filmmakers make these amazing stories in like just 10 minutes or five minutes. This is 60 second shorts. Tell me about this. Yeah, exactly. So we have a little 60 second short film um, um, section for young filmmakers. And um, I've been doing a lot of stop motion workshops with mm. schools around the county um, with the Education Centre, an initiative called BLAST. And yeah, like the kids absolutely adore it. You know, they just love it so much. So um, this is one aspect of the festival as well. So the kids are making 60 second films, sending them in and there'll be a little award for the best film. That's brilliant. Um, they're, on, they're, they're on Sunday morning at 11. They'll be screened. And those kids, actually, I like to foster and encourage mm. uh, filmmaking. So those kids are all automatically invited to the workshops on the Saturday. So they can go to the animation workshop at 10 o'clock. And that's with actually one of our, <laughs> one of our collective members, um, Lucas Hill, who is just a phenomenal animator. He's 16. Oh, <laughs> and, wow. Uh, he's going to, yes, this, this guy is really, really one to watch. And he's um, running a workshop with Elaine Gallagher, who's, who's a, a writer-director and producer. And she's also um, a writer for, um, for animation. So she's going to be chaperoning and um, assisting Lucas in this workshop as well. So, yeah, like that's really exciting. The young filmmakers get to go to that and they also get to go to the introduction to video editing, which is in the afternoon on Saturday. Do you so, know yeah, what we're doing? It's just all about, about trying to y- upskill and... Yeah, and courage and yeah, and to kind of give them a flavour of of the industry, absolutely. And you know, we were only talking about editing last night, actually, uh, at the the festival and done a base the importance of mm. directors actually sitting in the editing process because then you realise how much footage you actually need for the next absolutely. project. So that's a that's a really interesting one. And the editing process, mm-hmm. some people might think, oh, the editing to cut everything out. That's actually quite a creative role, isn't it? The editing editor. Oh, it's massive. It's absolutely massive. And it, it can change the whole tone of a piece. Um, editing is a spectacular art. Yeah, so uh, really, really massively important. And um, yeah, so people can come along and, and uh, join that workshop it's on Saturday at half two. Okay, if perfect. Interested, yeah. So that's and I love that festivals introduce you know workshops like this because as we say, it gives people a flavour, gives them that more kind of in depth behind the scenes of what's going on in the actual filmmaking process. Now, as well as yeah. this, uh, of course, we're going to be screening a lot of short films, many of them uh, with a connection to the Royal County. Exactly. So that was kind of um, the remit. We asked people to send in films that are connected to me because we want to. We want to showcase the talent and, and so many of the films are made by Mead filmmakers or have Mead uh, cast or they're shot here, you know, and 
Um, I suppose, in a way, it, it's a bit of a brave, um, a, a brave step to take in that maybe you're cutting off a mm. certain amount of of um, films. But really, I just felt, you know, this is something different and it's unique. It's unique to us and let's build on it. Oh, absolutely. And that's the thing with festivals, word of mouth that gets out and people can, as you say, because it's like the remit, as you say, it could, it could be shot in Mead. Like the filmmaker doesn't necessarily have to be from Mead, but there's some exactly. connection. Maybe there's an actress from Mead or something like that. Absolutely. Yeah. And you have some really uh, great and very, very interesting feature lengths as well this year. Oh, I know. I can't wait. So we have um, on Saturday night, we have North Circular and that's produced by Elaine Gallagher, me, the native, and she's also in the collective. She'll be doing part of um, she'll be doing the animation workshop with Lucas. And hopefully we'll have Luke McManus, the director there as well for Q&A. Um, and then on the Sunday, we have very exciting in the afternoon, we pray for our sinners and Sinead O'Shea. Who featured um, on 11 to 1. Brilliant, absolutely brilliant. Exactly, yeah, brilliant. And um, I can't wait to meet her, actually. And um, Endo Dowd as well, the editor, will be at that Q&A. And then in the evening, our final film is Sunlight, and we'll have director Claire Dix again. Can't wait. Just really, really excited about that. So that'll happen just after our awards. We have an award ceremony at 7. Yes, uh, this is the, so you have an award ceremony, and as well as that, you'll have the overall winner of that competition as well, which is it's yeah. a great prize attached to that 24-hour challenge and uh, you know was it important for you as well to have awards attached to the to the festival Shun? Oh yeah I think so um, because um, I mean it's a real boost uh, I'm not thinking from too much experience mm. but uh, <laughs> I can imagine <laughs> it's, a, it's a real boost to get an award and to get um, I mean I suppose when I became associate artist when, so, when somebody gives you the thumbs up and someone yeah. goes yeah you, you know, yeah, you should be doing this. It is unbelievable what that can do for artists, really and truly. So, I mean, I think these things are very important. And, um, yeah, I'm just delighted to be in a position to do it. It's just, it's really, really, it's it's great. Oh, it is, because, you know, we were talking about this before with a couple of different people that I met at the various festivals. And, and it can be, you know, it, it's it's just trying to kind of even communicate to people how difficult it is to, to make films like stuff that we take for granted all the time. We just switch it on. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's so difficult. And particularly for Irish independent filmmakers, it's so hard to get funding. You're hitting your head against a brick wall. Sometimes the money runs out a lot and you have to, you have to be creative and adapt and everything. So to get a recognition, you know, like that, as you say, is so important for filmmakers to give them that boost to continue to keep going with them. And, you know, for people who might um, enjoy films but have never maybe been to a film festival like this before, like this is a really great opportunity for people to see independent work that's not necessarily going to get, uh, you know, showings on big screens around the place. And it's so important, isn't it, for the filmmakers to have an audience there? Exactly. I mean, I'll never forget what it was like to experience an audience, you know, watching my film for the first time. You know, I've made a couple of films, but like, Especially this, uh, this is my uh, writer directorial kind of debut with the mm. reverence. And yeah, to feel people, like people laughing yeah. or just reacting, it's just phenomenal and it makes it all worthwhile. <laughs> all of the, like it's the most difficult thing in the world, but it's so worthwhile. It really is. It really, really is. And absolutely people will laugh their heads off at that movie. It's absolutely brilliant. <laughs> so how can people get tickets to Solstice Arts Centre, the best place to find them? 
Yeah, so Solstice, all the ticketing is through Solstice Arts Centre, or you can go to our little website, needfilm.ie, yep. or on our socials, uh, I think it's Fest- Film Festival Need. Film Festival um, Mead on so, socials. Yeah. Fantastic. Well, Shun, it's going to be an absolutely fantastic weekend. Thank you so much for joining me today. Oh, thank you, Sinead. Thank you so much. See you Sunday. Yes, absolutely. Will do. See you Sunday. Yes, because I'll be there. What happens with me is when there's film festivals, I will be there. I will be at them. So if uh, you want to go along, solsticeartcentre.ie, also meadfilm.ie, happening 16th and 17th of September this weekend. The 11 to 1 show. Keep your suggestions coming in for our celebrity couple. I'll be revealing all very shortly and picking a finalist for today. Back to the music now. Here's Maria McKee. Maria McKee, show me heaven on LMFM's 11 to 1. There's a lovely request coming in for Daryl McGuinness and Maria. Congratulations on the birth of your beautiful son, Rowan. Oh, a new addition to the family that's coming in from Brother Logan, Mom, Dad and all the McGuinness family in Cullen. Regular listeners to LMFM, congratulations to all there. That is fantastic news. Beautiful baby Rowan. Welcome to the world, baby Rowan. Uh, Now, we have something very interesting here because if you're like me and you're driven demented, with creepy crawlies entering your home. Apparently, there is a trick for keeping spiders out. I'm going to reveal all of that. And I've got music from Jazzy on the way as well. But first, it's time for this. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes. Backed by Gosh Energy. Replace your old inefficient gas boiler with Local Heroes. Visit localheroes.ie. DK Motors requires both qualified mechanics and apprentice mechanics to join the team at Kilberry Cross in Navin, County Mead. You can send your CV to Derek at dkmotors.ie. Assistant farm manager required for immediate start on a dairy farm in Kentstown, County Mead. You must have experience in dairy farming. This position includes free accommodation on the farm and a competitive salary. To apply, you can contact 085 Don't forget all the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section on lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search with Local Heroes backed by Gosh Energy for gas boilers, heat pumps and electric vehicle charge point installation visit localheroes.ie There's Jazzy giving me they're giving me the creeps and there's a picture here that I'm looking at you know the big ones that charge at you you know those big spiders that charge at you they're really really brown and the legs are so spindly I just don't like them and it is the time of the year when spiders are invading our homes in search of shelter and mating opportunities it's made me even more heebie-jeebie-ish and uh, many of us have a fear of them of course we want them to be outside well one woman on TikTok has shared her trick for keeping spiders out of the home in an ethical way okay so don't just stamp on them or throw things at them like I do I know it's really bad but it's a very very uh, simple thing that will be in anybody's medicine cabinet particularly at this time of the year I'm going to say vapour rub yeah she shared a video uh, her following is plant.based.kate she told her follower it was if you're terrified of spiders like me it's the best season for those big thick hairy ones yeah. uh, she says uh, she took some vape rub and a pair of gloves, gloves and started to rub it around the door frame okay interesting probably on the window sills and that kind of thing as well so spiders have little taste buds in their feet and they hate mint so once they taste the mint they won't come in 
I'm going to, I'm wondering now, because like the, the, we had a little hack during the summer of the flies with the coins in the bag. That worked a treat for some people. Wondering, will this work now? The vapor rub over the door frame. It can't hurt to try, can it? The 11 to 1 show. There's a campaign going on to save the spiders on 086-1800-658. Somebody's saying it's bad luck to kill a spider. Ah, no, I, I don't know about that. I've killed loads of them. I've got great luck. She says with her fingers crossed. I don't know about that one. I, uh, uh, somebody else saying, no, it's Matty in RDE. He says, no, just no. Don't stop the spiders coming into the house. They kill the flies. If you knew how flies digest their food, uh, you would be welcoming every spider in the country into your home. Look, they're both gross. Do you know what I mean? Both of them rotten. I just all of them just need to go is really what I'm going to say uh, deadly definitely going to try it had three big ones already and I'm the only one who seems to find them is that because I'm the one who's freaked out by them yeah yeah I'd say so I'd say so it's a oh yeah and people in my house love to show me when they found them as well mommy are you scared of this this is what I get oh yeah I'll be rubbing Vicks Vaporub all over the house that's for sure because they are they're everywhere I'm sorry Matty I, they, they just you know I'm not going to kill them I'm just going to put the mint around the place and then he'll bugger off hopefully if it does work let me know as well 086-1800-658 now we'll have our finalist for our competition very shortly but first back to the music here's Picture House Picture House, Heavenly Day, a song that will always put you in good form. Now, somebody else is going to be in good form, hopefully, is... Alana, not sure your second name, not sure whereabouts you are in the northeast, but you are today's finalist for our competition. We are, hopefully, hopefully next week we'll be picking the winner, and maybe it might be you. It's the World Matchmaking Festival in Bundoran. We were asking you about the couple. It was, of course, Beyonce and Jay-Z. Don't worry, tomorrow on the show, we will have another chance for you to enter. I'll have another couple for you. So Alana is going into the draw for today. That is my lot on the show. Thank you so much to all the guests and to you for your company. I'll chat to you again tomorrow. Listen back to the 11 to 1 show podcast on lmfm.ie or the LMFM app. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kingscourt. The best in motoring here for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.